Thursday. Today is Thursday, July the 8th, 2021. Today's daily Bible readings come to us from Psalm 24, Exodus 25, 10 through 22, Colossians 2, 1 through 5, or you could have read Psalm 85, 8 through 13, or, and then Amos 2, 6 through 16, and again, Colossians. I'm going to take a look at Exodus 25 and talk about the mercy seat. Um, what was the mercy seat? Basically, it was the lid that sat on top of the ark. Um, so why not just say that? Why not just call it the lid of the ark? Um, I don't know, mercy seat sounds better. But anyway, um, they, they kind of did, but things are complex, you know, um, a little complicated. Uh, when you look into it, if you go and you research this, say you get like uh, you go get a Bible dictionary and you look up mercy seat, um, you look into it and you find out that the word might have just literally meant lid, yes, the Hebrew word, uh, but it can also be stood understood as um, uh, as propitiation or propitiatory. Clear as mud, right? Because you know, of course, what propitiation means. Um, it, it means to make things favor, favorable or to to put things um, adjust, you know, set things up so that things are looked upon in a favorable light um, or so that someone is favorably inclined to you. So uh, say you um, you had a rough relationship with a person and you did something uh, to make propitiation towards them, right? You, you went out of your way to to make an apology, to do things for them, and to, to show that you were earnestly and sincerely sad, to propitiate them. In other words, to uh, to get them to look more favorably upon you. So in other words, it's the place where you can find favor in God's presence, right? It's the place where God is merciful enough to come down and, and let you be in his presence so that you can have a relationship with him. Um, so you know, that's what it's all about. And so, you know, we've, we've ended up calling it the mercy seat because that sounds better than lid and actually explains more of what was going on there. Um, it's a place to stand, right? It's, it's a place where God stands in the midst of his creation. Um, so, but the interesting thing is that this, uh, there is no actual seat on the mercy seat, right? Um, it's basically a solid gold plate upon which the presence of God could descend and stand among his people. So when he would show up in the pillar of fire, once the Ark of the Covenant was built, when he would show up in the pillar of fire, you know, at, by night and the pillar of cloud by day, he would descend and just, it would hang out there on the mercy seat in that spot in the, on the top of the Ark with, by the way, the words of his covenant underneath, the law of the covenant, um, and under his feet, as it were. Um, so he could just show up and stand among his people. It was this open space, and it was kind of roughly defined by two kneeling cherubim, um, whose outstretched wings, right, they would cover the spot, uh, that was, and, and they marked it as holy space. So, like, you see pictures of the ark, and, you know, here are the angels like that, and, they, you know, kind of this... Position this uh, of of reverence, right, towards God. Um, so, and then they marked it as holy space. So the ark was just—it was really, if you think about it, it was a footstool for God. Um, you know, and He wasn't hemmed in by it or controlled by it, and it didn't represent Him as you know other gods, little g, 
were represented by idols and other images that could be locked up and controlled, you know, and put in temples and, you know, surrounded. And, um, he, he had, he was free to move. There's an interesting quote by a guy named Samuel J. Schultz. Nothing to do with Peanuts or Charlie Brown, sorry. But th- he has this quote where he talks about the mercy seat. And he says, um, it was not the lid or the cherubim, but the space between the cherubim that represented God's presence among them. This space could not be confined by man. In this manner, the mercy seat conveyed to the Israelites the idea that God was in their midst without material representation. And at that time, that was a pretty unique thing. This idea that we're worshiping a God who isn't defined by the space that we're in and he isn't defined by some image and he isn't defined by territories or boundaries he's not the god of Egypt he's not the and he doesn't you know he transcends all these boundaries as a matter of fact he goes into Egypt and kicks Egyptian hiney and takes names um so it's interesting the mercy seat look into it go make propitiation anyway today is uh Thursday. That means tomorrow Huggins will be here with a great DVR for you. So get out, enjoy the day, and we'll talk to you later.